This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. The Pest Buzz with Dad and Dawn. Welcome to the Pest Buzz. And it's with just Dawn and Nain today because Dad couldn't make it. He had to go down to Invercargill. So I thought it would be a really great time to introduce everybody to our powerhouse in the office, Nain, who does um, all of elite scheduling for residential and commercial uh, services for elite pest control. So welcome to the Pest Buzz, Nain. Thank you so much, Don. It's great to be here. <laughs> it's, good. it's good you're here too, and I think it's also going to be a great way for us to catch up. Yes. So as usual, we'll take a little deep dive into what we're talking about today, which is really your role, what you do with us, which is mainly scheduling and customer service and looking after the technicians out on the road and doing... Um, administration jobs for Dad and I. You really are quite an incredible person to work with, Nain. And so I really just wanted to get to know you a little bit better and ask you what it was that brought you to us. Yeah, sure. So before coming to New Zealand, I was managing my dad's business back in India. And it was my dad's dream for him to send me to New Zealand so that I could study and get settled here. So what was his business? Uh, So it is a very popular suite um, that is sold in our town and it has over 72 to 75 franchises uh, in our, just in our town. So people from all over the country or all over the state, they will come to taste that. And it is, yeah, it has different ingredients and different flavors. And what's the town? Where's the town that you're from? Um, it's in close to Mumbai, so mm-hmm. it's in Maharashtra. It's in Hill Station, popular for its waterfalls and rainfall, etc. So. And so what did you do for Dad in this business? So I used to look <laughs> did after... Did you do everything like I do for my dad? That's right, pretty much, yeah, everything, A to Z. <laughs> yeah, and I really enjoyed, learned a lot. It was an opportunity and that's where, where I am today. And that's probably where you learned all these skills um, in administration. You you can do the finances, banking, pretty much everything. You can actually do that. That is right, yeah. And it was Dad's dream to come to New Zealand. Yes, yes, it was him. And he, my parents recently visited me, yeah. and they were here for five months. And when they returned, they were completely satisfied, especially <laughs> my dad. He felt, because he visited for the first time, so yeah. he definitely felt that he has made a right decision for his daughter. And how long have you been here already? Uh, it's been eight years. So that's not a really long time, is it? You managed to come over, because you came by yourself, didn't you? Yes, I did come over by myself, and yes... Um, it's been a beautiful journey. And you had to get a flat. Yes, that's right. You had to go to school. Yeah. You had to earn a living that's all right. by yourself. So how old were you when you did that? Uh, 25. Okay. 
Mm. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? <laughs> and so here you are at Elite. Yes, yes. And I found out about Elite um, through a common friend. And uh, earlier, um, before coming to Elite, I was working for an, uh, for another company, which I was really not happy with. And I was looking for another opportunity. And um, Elite just came at the right time. <laughs> it sounds like it did. Yeah, and it's been a pleasure working for Elite. Has it? Because how long have you been with Elite so far? It's just above two years now. Okay, yeah. It went mm. really fast. It did, it? yeah. And I think it's important because to talk about this because a lot of people actually find it difficult to ring about pests. I found a lot of the calls that I get, oh, look, I'm, I'm not a dirty person. I don't know why I've got rodents or I don't know how I've managed to get ants. I clean every day, I vacuum every day, etc. And I think if we can somehow break down those barriers, a lot of what you do on the phone with our customers is about sharing the knowledge that you have regarding pests, isn't it, essentially? I totally agree. Yes, yes. Mm. So what would be some of the dialogue that you would you would say to a customer? So let's just say I'm ringing up and I'm like, oh, I'm depressed Literally, I'm crying on the phone. That's happened many times. Mm. And I say that I've got uh, rodents. Yes. Yeah. How would you handle that? I mean, uh, firstly, it is uh, very important. That's what I've been learning through this role. It's very important to listen to a person um, because they are actually very stressed. They have had sleepless nights mm-hmm. because of the noise and they are stressed. What damage they are causing to the property what costs um, they will have to bear against yeah. that, etc. So they yeah. are very distressed when they are giving us a call. Mm. Um, so we uh, have learned um, to have a listening ear for them firstly. Because um, sometimes it can sound like they're being rude. They can You be. could take it the wrong way. Yeah, but it... But it's not, is not, it? Not, not really. It's, it's just the situation that they are in and it's more about um, listening and empathising with them yes. and um, eventually asking the right questions and then proposing the right option for them, which yes. is ultimately a treatment. That's right. No, that's very good because it's done quite differently in India, isn't it? Oh, for sure. The customer service is quite Mm. different. Oh, absolutely. It's very, very different. It's very, very brief and to the point, Mm. Um, whereas um, in New Zealand, it's very customer friendly. Like Mm. we ask, hey, how's your day going, etc. It's a beautiful weather, but um, those things are just not part of our customer service back in India. It's just too brief. It's all business. It's just business. Yes. Yes. A lot of our customer service and a lot of what makes um, companies like us successful is the way we can be friendly and open and open to connect to a connection. Yes, I think that yes. people are looking for because a lot of the customer service is done by email, those chatbots yes. on websites and uh, leaving messages and things like that. So to have that direct connection. Because what I've noticed about what you do in the office, Nain, is you like to ring people. Yes, I do. You like to talk to them. Yes, because <laughs> I really enjoy talking. <laughs> I'm not an emailing person or texting person. Yep. I love to hear them and I like like what's happening, like to know it rather than reading it. Yeah, yeah. I understand because I'm totally the opposite, whereas I much prefer 
the email right. format of communicating than talking on the phone to people. I find that very difficult. Right. I find actually phone calls are quite quicker compared to an email because email is back and forth. Hey, what time would you prefer? They will come up with the option and then if it doesn't suit, then I have to give them another option. Again, if it doesn't suit, then I have to give them a third option. So it just goes on and it's time consuming, I think. So what would a typical phone call, how long would a typical phone call be for you from picking up and saying, welcome to Elite, to booking the job and sending them the confirmation email? Roughly around three minutes, three to three and a half minutes, getting everything, um, or even under. That's fast. Yeah, do you think so? I think that's quick. Okay. Maybe I'm talking too much on the phone, maybe that's the problem. Because it can sometimes take me 10 or 15 minutes to do the whole phone call. Oh, you must be doing a thorough job. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, I hope Dad thinks so. But lots of questions come through too, especially with those customers of ours that have never had a treatment done before. Literally, as we were talking about before, at the end of their tether, and they've called us up and they've got also 100 questions. You've never really had a lot of experience in the field. That is right. So how is it that you are able to answer the questions? Uh, it's basically what the training that I've received firstly and over the years, over the time that I've spent with Elite, I've um, spoke with um, our technicians mm-hmm. to understand what they do and recently I've started going on the road as well with them to understand um the process, I mean, what I say, what I deliver on the phone when I see it practically happening. So it's it's really two different things, but it's just it's just a different experience. And it, it just uh, improves my script or even my spill on mm. the phone better because I now, now know exactly what they're doing out there. Mm. You can see it all happening in exactly. your head as they're talking. Yeah, yeah. So you found that really valuable. I think so, yeah, yes. Because you completed the Level 3 Urban Pest Management Certificate yes. with flying colours, Did I? I might add, um, yeah. without having that field experience. And there is a portion of that certificate, Level 3 certificate, that requires you to do some practical work. Mm-hmm. So how did you manage to complete that um, so to a high in, standard? Yeah, to, I think being in an admin role, um, of course, I was not in the field. Mm. So the practical assignments I completed was basically the practical phone calls that I did with the client. So that wo- that was my assignments. So the role play or um, the recommendations that I have given our clients over the phone, that was my practical assignments that yes. turned into rather than the field work. That's true because you would have to explain and describe to them exactly what's going on. So in many ways, you know the theory and you know the steps. You also know the active ingredients or the products that's going into the treatment, say, for ants and the multiple products that are going on to the property as well. Mm. Mm. But you haven't actually done it, didn't actually do it yourself. Yes. But you could. Yeah, no, I've done granuling. Yeah. (laughs) So I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, and um, I look forward to it. And you're always ready to participate in the training for the technicians. So you go to all of the Garrard's roadshows, mm. our supplier, key roadshows, pesticulars and all of the things. How do you find that that training helps you when you're talking to customers? Do you get a lot out of them and to be able to pass on? 
Yes, I think so. I think so. Uh, because uh, if it is ants or if it is recently we uh, had Garad's um, roadshow, it had some admin tips as well mm. um, for the admin to understand, put the notes th- thoroughly or, you know, uh, accurately so that it could help our technicians to do a better job in the field. Mm. Um, so things like that. Yes, it's been very informative and helpful for my role as well. Well, you're lucky because I've always felt that the training kind of sort of avoided the administration part of it. Really was heavy on the technicians and the products and the mixing and the uh, chemistry formulations and trapping, etc. And bed bugs is always another big one. So to see some of that administration training coming through, it's for me really great. Yeah, yeah. And no, the customer service. The, for sure. The industry really needs it, I feel. Mm. So a customer rings. I wonder if maybe we could do a quick role play. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just really quickly about how it might sound if somebody who was feeling a little anxious to call or embarrassed to call about a pest issue they've got in the home, how it might be for them. Yeah, sure. Because you're really nice on the phone. Thank you. Never judgmental. <laughs> All right. So I'll be I'll be a customer. All right then. Ring ring. Hello, Elite Bus Control. How can I help? Oh I can't believe it. I've found mouse droppings in my oven. Oh no. I've never had mouse droppings before. I'm so tidy in the house. I just can't believe it, and I don't know what to do. And I've put traps out, and they're not working. And I'm going back the next day, and the bait's gone. Yeah, yeah I understand. Um, can it, you help me? Yes, sure, I can. Uh, it can be very disturbing, and especially when we are in the winters. Um, at the, that's where the rodents are very active. Um, so, yes, you did say you have tried some traps. And how long do you think this activity has been going on? Look, I only just found it this morning. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Which That's totally pretty contradicts new. my role play, doesn't it? Because <laughs> I said I woke up and it was saying. <laughs> so it's been going for like a week. Right, okay. And yes. I just can't get on top of it. And it's just driving me insane and I'm not sleeping. Sure. Yes, they do. They are. They do cause lots of disturbance and damage ultimately to the property as well. Yes. Um, so what we can do is uh, we can recommend you a treatment. Yeah. And a technician will come around, assess your property, and treat straight away. Yeah. Um, so um, based on the assessment, he will do the treatment. So he may lay down some bait stations or traps, depending on the assessment that he will do. Okay. Um, yeah, and our treatment comes with a 90-day follow-up service program. So if you see any activity within the 90-day period, you just have to let us know and we book another service for you for no extra cost within that time. Okay. Yeah, um, so that will give you peace of mind um, to make sure, you know, you're not seeing that activity. And even if you see or smell or hear anything, you just have to give us a call. Um, um, during that time, and it will be of no charge. So it's uh, $395 plus GST, and you will looked after for three months. Um, however, you might see a slight increase in the activity once the treatment is completed, and it's normal to see that. It's just because the treatment that has been put in place, they're getting attracted towards it, or they're coming out to get it. Um, but once the treatment kicks in, you will see a reduction, and we promise a reduction, but a complete eradication is something that we cannot guarantee. 
but you will see um, also some recommendations in the report once the job is completed. A technician will outline some recommendations like trimming the trees, etc., blocking some holes. Um, that will give you some idea um, to get some better results of the treatment once you action those um, recommendations. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. So I immediately feel at ease. I immediately feel confident that you guys will be able to handle it. Oh, that's good. And I think it's the 90-day follow-up service program. Yeah. Because yeah. No, 90 days is it's three months. It's quite a long period of time to be working with someone to get a result. And I think that gives, that gives customers the confidence. For sure. Yes, yes. And after that, I basically just take down their details and they, um, that's where the booking is made. And so let's talk about the recurring service service program that we provide mm-hmm. or that we offer. Yep. How does that work? So do you mean recurring in the sense... Um, so why do we have people coming, why do we visit residential properties every two months or every six months? Right, because uh, probably one of the issues that I commonly see is that the recommendations are not followed mm. or even the house or the property is located in such a place where even the recommendations are followed, but they just can't keep the piss away. Mm. For example, if the house is located by a river or a stream, mm. you know, there's the the rodent activity is going going to be ongoing. So these are a few reasons where we have to go back to the houses. Yes, and... um, Because we're not promising the eradication like you've said. A lot of people do think that once you come in that one time, they're never going to get another problem, but that's quite literally not the case, is it? Mm, mm, That's right, yeah. Um, And yes, they can always migrate back from neighbours or other other sources, so it's more of a control programme rather than a complete eradication. Yes, Mm. because for the most part, those pests are okay on the outside. Yeah. They're not really bothering anybody. Mm. But once they come into the house, they do uh, have a health issue that comes with them and damage pipes and things like that. That is right. So we have a bi-monthly? yes. We do. Service program mm-hmm. that people can go on and annual. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how do you let people on their annual cycle know that, say, for example, we're coming into the summer mm-hmm. and say we've got 150 clients on an annual program, how do we let them know that it's time to get booking before it gets too busy? Right. So first thing is uh, there are generic reminders that goes out to our clients through our system. And then um, through the once the those emails are out, I then try calling them personally and try giving them a reminder myself and just to see if they would like to make a booking. And most of the times they do. What do you think about the scheduling system, actually? Um, scheduling is something that I've never done in my life. So it's something very new to me, but it's something also that I really enjoy. Yeah. 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 That would have been nice to know, actually, before you signed the contract. <laughs> my job would have been in doubt whether you... <laughs> you've never done scheduling before. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so it has been quite interesting, a specific skill that... Um, 
that I am working on, and it has been an ongoing process um, when I'm talking to my clients, is asking the right questions um, and understanding their situation correctly so that it could offer them a service based on what they have just said. Um, so it's very important, um, and coming from a brief um, communication background, I've, I've realized how important or how crucial the questions are. Right. Mm. So we was there. What was the communications background? Oh, back in India, it was quite brief. Oh, right, yes, Yes. of course, that's what we were talking about before. It's different. Yes, Yes. and coming from such a brief background and then learning to elaborate the conversation, asking the questions, is always an ongoing learning process for me. Yes, yeah, Yeah. I understand. But in many ways, too, those those abrupt, to-the-point business skills that you learned in India does actually work in some environments here in Canterbury. Right. There's a lot of people sort of, they just don't have the time. All they want to do is pay you. They already know what it is that you do. You've, you've already given them the confidence and they're just quite happy for you to get on with it and do the job. Right. Yeah. But I think having a customer-friendly approach um, brings a customer at ease. Yes. And it builds in confidence with them when we have a brief chat with them at least rather than just being to the point. Yes, I agree now. Yeah. So do you utilise the same skills when there are complaints? Yes. Or do you get a little bit abrupt and short? <laughs> no, when there is a complaint, <laughs> it doesn't really work that way. It stresses you out, doesn't it, when there's a complaint? Uh, yeah, because uh, stresses, yes, because there are all sorts of things going on in my mind, mm-hmm. what, this will, what sort of impact it will have on a company, on our reputation, how can I deal with it? And, you know, and that's where the um, team cooperation comes in play. Um, so I think being abrupt with the already stressed client doesn't really help. Mm. Uh, it's, it's basically we have to calm that person down and ease them that, okay, we are here to help. We understand. Let's do this, you know, and understand what is happening. So lately we have had um, a couple of complaints. Um, and again, it is also a learning process for me. So it is evolving my communication, you know, getting the right training. How do I deal with the complaints, etc. Having the right process in place has helped me successfully to deal with the complaints rather than just doing whatever comes in my mind. What's the complaint? Oh, so the complaint like... Um, one of my pets has swallowed your um, bait paper <laughs> and um, or paper that, that had bait in it. And, oh, I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so things like that. So That would be the, the extreme end of the complaints that we get, though, isn't it? Yes, yes. that's right. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but other complaints might be... Let's quickly change the subject. <laughs> Could be, hey, where's your technician? You said that the technician was going to be here at 10 and it's mm. quarter past 10. You know, things like that. Yes. Um, so I do say them that as because our technician travels all around Christchurch, so it's hard to give an exact time. Mm. And I do give them a one-hour window. So any time, say, for example, between 10.15 and 11.15, a technician will be there. Mm. So, um, yeah, so that's how I deal with it. So I say that it's an hour window. 
our technician will text you when he's on his way. We do have a wonderful Uber tech process in place mm, that works um, perfectly, that indicates the client about the technician's arrival time, etc. Um, yeah, so that just helps to avoid those um, tricky moments for our clients where they are waiting. Yes, it's a good learning experience because it comes up quite a lot. Yes. Uh, we the technician is. We give a window usually of an hour. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are only hearing the 10 o'clock part. They're not hearing he'll yeah. be there between sometime between 10 and 11. Yeah. They've heard the 10, so when he hasn't turned up. So that, that happens quite frequently, doesn't it? Yeah, but it? interestingly, um, these timing questions of where is your client, I don't consider them as complaints. Oh. It's just like a query Oh, I'm still waiting. How far away is your technician? So it's, for me, it is just a normal question rather than a complaint. A complaint would be something extreme. For oh, me. like that you, you yeah, were describing that before about the um, pet yeah. eating, the, eating the bait. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, and those things do happen and we have to be prepared and of this course. is what all the training is about, isn't exactly. it? This exactly. is what experience is about. Dad and I have been doing it for two decades and you've been doing it for two years, and it's really trying to cram that experience and knowledge, isn't it, into into this role so that we can give the best possible advice yes. and recommendations. Anyone can give you a call anytime. You don't have to book anything. There's no obligation, is there? I agree. Yep. Yeah. And I think that also is a bit of a point of difference for us because we get a lot of, well, we didn't get... A very good conversation at the last person we'd called. You know, they didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to answer my questions or they didn't even just pick up the phone. Mm, yeah, there are all sorts of scenes um, that I come across every day. Mm. Hey, look, I um, I just love chatting with you about your job. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I did it for a little while and I certainly don't do it anywhere near as good as you do it, Nane. So I hope that... Um, we get another chance to chat about what you do maybe um, soon. And thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Nain from Elite Pest Control, and this is Dad and Dawn without Dad at the Pest Buzz. Listen to the Pest Buzz on the first Monday of every month at 9am on Plains FM 96.9. Subscribe to the Pest Buzz on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or check them out on plainsfm.org.nz.